survivors decide to tie up their infected loved ones instead of killing them. Of course, this could only come back to bite them. You're listening to Podcast Detective, now online. Hello listeners and welcome to episode 28 of Podcast Detected. Today it's the Austrians again. Well, Woo! more more or less Austrians. It's Liz here. I am here. Austrian. And Lindley. Hello. I've assimilated. You're, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're an honorary Austrian. Yes. Ah, yes. You're an honorary Austrian. <laughs> you did watch the Eurovision. I did. So. The, where Austria and Germany were both decimated. Anyway, so episode 28. <laughs> and we're talking about Janine De Luca today. Not Eurovision. Hmm? <laughs> Not Eurovision. No. I, I mean, I like to talk about Eurovision, but I did. On my blog. <laughs> so today we will come with fandom news first, and then we will have parts about Janine DeLuca. As always, we will try to, you know, have season one stuff first, and then season two, and then season three, and then maybe season four stuff, and then you can just stop the episode whenever it gets too spoilery. Yeah. So okay. here we go with fandom news. Okay, so uh, first we want to look back at stuff that happened in the fandom. It was Draw Yourself as Runner 5 Day. That was so amazing. Uh, didn't Sleepy Empress, I believe, organized it and it was so good. Yes, it was amazing. Like There were all great pictures of different Runner 5s popping up. Oh my dash, and most of you are crazy talented and was a lot of fun. Yeah, great job, guys. It was so good. So good. And I hope there's another similar one soon. Yes, and big thanks to Sleepy Empress for, you know, or organizing it. You're the best. Yay. I don't know. What? Oh, yeah. Great news for the podcast. It turns out as people pointed out to us that the podcast is mentioned in the actual Zombies Run app. There is a lot of information how to find the, the official Zombies Run blog and stuff. And then there is the podcast is mentioned uh, in the app. And I think the delicious. Mm -hmm. And the welcome post. And my welcome post. This makes me so happy. Yeah. By but the way, yeah, welcome it's, post. It's really cool. We're so popular. We're famous. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not. It's fine. No, we're not. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What's next on my list? Yes, there is a new project uh, with a fandom project that uh, includes all kind of art. Let me just pull it up. Yes, it was. Uh, there was a post made by Zombie Straw, Tumblr user Zombie Straw. And it says that it will be a kind of a celebration for them reaching the 100th follower on this Zombies Draw blog. And it will go down on Friday. And it's an event where people can submit fan art of any kind. Drawings, paintings, cosplay, audio recordings, playlists, whatever. So check out uh, zombiesdraw.tumblr.com and then there's all the information and then you might want to participate because it sounds nice. Yes, incidentally uh, we've uploaded this episode earlier just to tell you about that as well. So, so everyone should participate because yeah. 
and also it'll be really cool and um I know we all always love to have more art in the uh tag yes there is there are many new artists in the zombies run fandom did yeah. you see that suddenly so much because you know we're a small fandom so usually when i see zombies run art i immediately know who who drew it yeah yeah because would i know you your say, style would you say the fandom came back from the dead didn't <laughs> <laughs> It did. <laughs> it did. <laughs> there is uh, another thing about, oh yes, about the update. We updated to season four. And as some people Yay. might have realized that there is, um, there are some problems with the pickup voice. <laughs> <laughs> so the pickup voice might sound terrible depending on what's your mother tongue. So or if your phone wonderful. is in set to german Woo! your your pick up voice experience will be rather terrifying pick it up zwei sports bras it's it's terrible so instead of instead of um pronouncing it the way it's supposed to be what this voice does it pronounces it in a german accent but not just Picked up one sports bra. No, but it's 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 each syllable is pronounced the way you would pronounce this syllable in German. Unless and it's, it's an actual German word or a number. Yes, yes. <laughs> if it's a number, it just it will just tell you. It will say Ren ein Kilometer. It, it's terrible. It's it's, it's ein Punkt null Kilometer in zehn Minuten. Minutes. Oh, it's so great. It's no, I so great. I hate it. So I tried to change uh, Siri, the voice of Siri from German to English because Siri, Siri speaks uh, German with me usually. So I changed it mm -hmm. to English and I hoped that this would solve the problem, but it didn't. <laughs> yeah, there are a few solutions to that floating around in the text, but if you have other solutions how to do that or if you have similar problems let us know yes i still think it's hilarious i think i'm gonna keep it <laughs> Terrible. um and on that note actually with the update of the app a lot of us have noticed that zombie link has been down but um according to the twitter i believe and the facebook zombie link should be back up relatively soon and the new version so they're starting out with a basic version and then they're adding uh special things to it so that'll be nice to have that back again yeah it's a bit annoying because now at the moment as it is i can't back up my stuff yeah so if my phone dies which might happen soon because i constantly drop it <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it's already the screen is already broken. So if I broke my phone, then uh, well, I I don't know. I wouldn't get my my success back. And I'm not sure if my if they would know that I bought the new season. Like if I bought the new members pass. I think they would because I think that's through the app store. Ah, oh, yeah, right. So that would be. So that at least you would have. You wouldn't have to pay again. But yeah, it would be really irritating not to have your data and stuff. Uh, we got a new chapter from Rajit's novel sent in to us by Taylor. And um, we will link to it as soon as it's as soon as Tumblr. it's posted. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
What do you think is De Luca is what kind of name is that? It sounds Italian. I thought it was Italian. But her name's not maybe, Italian. Or maybe Spanish. Yeah. We don't know where Janine comes from. That's I think that's the bottom our line. Hearts. Of this. Yeah. It's from our hearts. Oh. Okay, so we got quite a few messages about Janine DeLuca and we got a sound recording that we're going to play a little later because we will, you know, separate the seasons. Yes, it has some spoilers for season three in it, so yeah. we're going to play it a little later. And But we do have a couple other messages that we can... We can read out. The first one is from Taylor, I think. Yes. Taylor wrote about all the seasons, but started with uh, 5K in season one. So we can, you know, just split the message. Okay, so she uh, Taylor says... I first met Janine in the 5K training app, and the instant I heard her voice, I was very biased towards her. I believe she's the voice of the same person who plays Joe Montgomery in The Walk. I think so, too, actually. Um, I had finished the entirety of The Walk before I did Zombies Run, and as a result, I was incredibly biased to many of the characters, (laughs) including Chris McShell. Dr. Meyer's attitude toward her in the 5K training app didn't help. After reading a bunch of spoilers and playing a little more, I have come to like her, and I think she's actually a bit funny. In the season one radio mode, Janine said, if I remember correctly, that she hadn't killed anyone and she has everyone else do that for her. So, um, I mean, I guess looking at season one, that is, I guess. I think it's quite interesting what Taylor says here about them being biased because of performance in the walk, because I had the same problems the other way around when I started playing the walk which was the Lawrence character who's uh, voiced by uh, Phil Nightingale. And I constantly had this nagging feeling like, I don't know if I trust you because you're a good person or if I just trust you because you sound so familiar. (laughs) So uh, it's interesting to have this here the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't played the walk. I've done like two missions, I guess. But, um, yeah, I agree about the beginning of the 5K app because definitely in season one, she was very um, kind of curt and she wasn't very uh, friendly because, I mean, people had just kind of invaded her space all at once and maybe she knew it was going to happen, but um, I still don't think she liked it (laughs) she knew we were trouble when we walked in exactly and so she was just kind of she was just kind of there like oh okay well I have to deal with you idiots so I'm gonna deal with you and I'm not gonna be your friends and that's that (laughs) and so yeah I agree in season one I definitely was a kind of ranged from um general irritation with her to indifference but I didn't really start liking her until later, I think. What about you, Liz? I think like, in, in season one, I was, I, because it was very interesting, in the beginning of season one, I was not a big fan, as most people, of Sarah, because I understood what she, what her problem was with Runner 5, but I still didn't like her. But I did like Janine. I actually mm. really thought she was badass and amazing and super cool. And I'm by the time um, the former Mission 8 came around, um, 
so where where Sam is always very worried about Janine's plan, meeting the rebels and meeting, uh, you know, uh, meeting up with the rebels of New Canton. And Sam is very concerned about everything. And Janine is the one who is like, no, no, it's fine. Everything is fine. And then they nearly kill me. <laughs> so I, because at first I wasn't sure did Janine actually for 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 a while I wasn't sure if Janine you know didn't try to kill me because maybe Janine set up that trap to get rid of Runner Five for whatever reason. By that by that time we already know that there's something strange going on, Project Greenshoot and all that stuff. So um, I was not sure if she wasn't trying to kill me or if she was just too careless. And I was kind of pissed off. And it took me a while to accept that, no, it was, it just happened. And maybe she was, you know, it was a trap to her as well. And she did not want to kill me. But I still, I still hold that against her <laughs> for for a while. I'm, I'm, I'm over it now. I'm over it now. <laughs> I'm over Nadia. I'm over Janine. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. took me longer to start to like Nadia than it did to like Janine. Yeah. I think I liked Janine faster. But it was very interesting because uh, at the same time that when I started kind of mistrusting and disliking Janine for a while, got better then, I started liking Sarah and trusting Sarah more. So it was was quite interesting. So we also got another uh, message about season one Janine and it's from Maximilian Carnage and he says... I totally sip, sip, ship Sam and Janine. I was sure that was where it was going in early season one, maybe less so later, but come on, it was so clear, wasn't it? Generally, though, I love Janine. She's so grumpy and dutiful. I find it interesting to think of the Runner 8 Janine ships, too. People seem to go for that one a lot. Two powerful and strong-willed characters. Could be a fun battle for su- supremacy. Winky face. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Uh, the the Sarah and Janine ship started in one in one mission where we are out with eight and then uh, Janine starts and she's always very short and very strict with everybody especially Sam and she's so nice just chatting with Sarah how she is and they have all side of insider knowledge and talk about stuff that's you know noodle incidents basically and like oh these are kind of kind of cool together and i think that's where the ship started for many people well yeah probably but um chronologically at least in the 5k app there's this one um i don't know if you've done the 5k app i've never finished it because whenever i'm about to you know halfway through they release a new season and i'm like oh of course yeah (laughs) but um there's this one little um mission training mission where you run around Abel, and at one point, Janine and Sarah are kind of tucked away in a corner, and they're talking about stuff, and so you catch little um, snippets of their conversation, and it wasn't anything, um, like, it was actually uh, pertinent to the the game and the storyline, it wasn't anything romantic, but I, for me, that's when I was just like, wait, what's going on there? <laughs> what, are you, what are you ladies doing over there? What are you doing and so but yeah um if you haven't done the 5k app definitely i think that episode yeah but as far as sam and janine go i kind of saw it in one episode 
But then since then, I've just been like, oh my god, they're totally besties. They're, they're, they're great best friends forever. forever so it's your bro TP. Yeah. <laughs> if that's a word, I don't I, know. I guess. <laughs> Sam, Janine's like the, um, the older sister who's constantly looking out for her younger idiot brother. Who is like 10 years younger than her. There, there seems to be a big age age gap. I mean, it gets more obvious in the later seasons yeah. the more we learn about Janine and her background. It's kind of, she seems to be, I don't know, in her late 30s. I was thinking late 30s, early 40s. Yeah, so, so there's a big age difference. But I, I still, I, I mean, here's the thing. With most zombies run ships, even if I don't ship it, I can kind of see why people would. Yeah. And there is no ship that makes me kind of... <laughs> I mean, the characters are all so well written. Yeah. I think you can kind of find reasons for behind each ship. And I, I think, think that's really cool. I think Janine is, is an interesting character because she possesses all the qualities that we usually have in male leader mm-hmm. characters. And when these these qualities go over to a female character, people tend to dislike this character because she's bossy and she's a bitch and she's, sorry for using bitch. Uh, and here they manage to, well, she is bossy, yes, but you still like her. Yeah. So I think that's a good balance. And she's not always sympathetic and she makes decisions that other people don't want to make, but still you always respect her. Yeah. They they did so incredibly well writing her character from the beginning. Like it's really impressive. Alright, is there more season one stuff we want to talk about? In season one, Janine was not that big of a player actually. No, she wasn't. She was um yeah, like I said, she was just kind of either irritating me or just there and so she was more of like the the mean boss that you tried to avoid whenever possible Mm. I think in season one but in season two she definitely became more of a prominent character and more important like not only to the storyline but to me as runner five as well she doesn't really do she doesn't really have an own story arc yeah or plot in in season one, she's mostly repairing stuff, and she's mostly concerned about about um, uh, supplies. Mm-hmm. Understandably, yeah. And then there's this one mini arc with with uh, the new Canton rebels, but that's more or less. Is, and we know that she's kind of a fill in for for the major. Yeah, but that's more or less the only role she plays. Unlike in the second season where she gets promoted kind of from a side character to one of the main characters so So, moving on to the second season yes so people who have not played the second season you should switch off now and then switch back on (laughs) so for season two we did get um taylor sent us um I guess it's technically the same email, but she said some stuff about season two. And she said, the first time we see Janine in season two, she kills many zombies with perfect headshots, causing Archie to come up with a new word just for her. I know that there's also something very important about her past in season three, but I haven't reached season three yet. 
Um, one question I have is if she's <laughs> such a wonderful leader and full of secret agent skills, then why is she such a horrible comms operator? I do love it when she's in the comm shack with Sam and they constantly bicker. My favorite episode so far is the two of them bickering when Five has Lem's headset and the new Canton runners are throwing zombie flares. Janine said go towards the runners while Sam said go away from the runners and after a bit of arguing, both said go away from the zombs. I absolutely love that exchange. I did feel kind of bad for Janine after the Canada episode. <laughs> she was so flustered. It was slightly embarrassing. And I'm not, I'm still not sure if Sam was eavesdropping or not. There are times when Janine is completely in control and nothing can go wrong and she has anticipated everything. And then there are moments where she just loses her control and becomes incredibly flustered and almost useless. All in all, though, she's still pretty awesome. I love the Canada episode. <laughs> Me too. I think we have some great highlights. Janine highlights. Season two gives Janine a more for round character. Definitely. For reasons like that. I mean, we do see her in charge of, of Abel and we do see her uh, doing her amazing stuff. But like, like Taylor pointed out, we also see her being super embarrassed and making yes. a fool of herself <laughs> is it the canada episode where she makes the one direction joke which will no for... i don't think so i think that's a different episode but i know <laughs> it will be forever ironically they're all moving in different directions it's the most amazing joke <laughs> this game has ever produced i think i don't even know i wonder about if zane Wonder... is part of that group because <gasps> didn't he quit is that was he in one direction yeah. Oh, okay, great. Um, yeah, so they're moving in different directions already. <laughs> the zombie apocalypse is upon us, people. Oh, no. <laughs> it's one of the signs of the yes. zombie apocalypse. One direction breaking up is a sign of the I zombie I think apocalypse. there's another episode that's amazing for Janine, and that's the one where uh, it's Headcount, I think that's the name. And in this episode, uh, Janine and Runner 5 go out to make a sur survey. Yeah. Of people living around Abel and how many supplies they oh, need. Yeah. And I I it was just it was just so amazing. Like if you need all these people are kind of crazy and you know it because that's the only way they survived out there. <laughs> and so if you send people out to get this stuff done, so you need people who can actually talk talk to others and be charming <laughs> and be friendly. Like send out runner three and four. Yes. Or maybe Runner three and eight because eight will just, you know, get that can do, information. Can, <laughs> eight can do everything. But then they decide to send out Janine, who doesn't really have that many charm charms when it comes to <laughs> you know being being nice and friendly, and <laughs> and then send the nearly mute runner with her. <laughs> I just, yes, I just, the smartest idea. The whole premise was so silly already, and she's trying so hard, and she's <laughs> failing. And it was fun to see Janine failing, not at something important, <laughs> like just at, at a small thing. I, I, I really enjoyed that. It, it gave her character, you know, a whole new dimension. Yeah. I think <laughs> that was a fun episode. That was a good episode. Mission. I don't know. Um, but yes, I. Definitely agree. Season two definitely rounded Janine out. She became less robotic, and that's definitely when I started to really like her mm. as a character. Like, I mean, because she was a good character in season one, I just didn't like her. 
<laughs> but in season two, I definitely, like, once you get more familiar with her and the fact that, yes, she's very uh, loyal and dutiful and she, like, knows that first things first, we have to keep things safe and we have to do this and this and this. But once you get past that and, like, actually get to know that, yes, she's kind of a nerd like everyone else in mm -hmm. Abel and she um, is a complete dork when it comes to certain books and um, once you get that, I think it really, really um, creates such an interesting character. And um, it, I really, really like that she's become so important to the storyline since then, too, because she's, like, indispensable. Like, I mean, not only would Abel not survive without her, but I think the game, like, hmm. just wouldn't be the same without Janine, actually. Yeah, I agree. I think one of my favorite Janine moments in season two was in the episode where the warden and her followers take over Abel. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we have runner four and runner five running towards the gates. And it was such an interesting thing to see how differently uh, Sam and Janine react to the two runners because by then it, I mean, it, kind of obvious that Janine has a thing for for Simon. Mm -hmm. And and we all know that Runner 5 is Sam's favorite runner. I, I mean, if you want to interpret that romantically or just, you know, platonic, both works. So uh, these two runners, they're in mortal danger and Janine does the right thing and keeps the gate closed and says, sorry, I can't let you in. And Sam does the wrong thing. And she immediately calls him out on it. I, yeah. I like that. She was really good in this. And she was very brave when she faced the warden. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Also in the end of season two, we should talk about that. In the end of season two, it, oh, yeah. it turns out that not only does Janine in the end have to take over the role as the leader of Abel, because the major sacrificed herself so that's kind of cool that she has to step up and now do the thing she's supposed to do but sh for some reason she didn't do before <laughs> <laughs> the thing we all thought she was supposed to do but technically yeah. it was the major's job yeah the major was cool as well we should do an episode about her yeah. but i think even more interesting is i i kind of it broke my heart when when it was clear that either four or five has to be the traitor. Oh, yeah. And you have Sam and Janine together in, in the comm shack, and both of them believe that the other runner is the traitor. So Sam believes it's four, and uh, not four, three, and uh, Janine believes it's five, and, and they're both... Uh, tiptoeing around that topic and try to to make everything right and I felt so sorry for her yeah you could really hear like I mean obviously she was trying to like snap back into Janine robot mode but you I definitely remember hearing like the heartbreak in her voice when she said something like oh well come home runner five or something like that and yeah. I couldn't even be mad yeah at her because she did think that Five was a traitor and that's kind of douchey thing to do. But at the same time, I felt so sorry for her. So I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's another thing. I really like whatever 
was going on with Janine and Simon. Like, if you think it was platonic or romantic or whatever, like, there was obviously something that had happened, and they were obviously very close. And I think that was also so, so well written, because there was absolutely nothing explicit about it. It's all inferred, and I think Mm. Naomi and the people at Six to Start did so well kind of creating this tension um, between two people who we rarely hear talk to each other. Like, it's they did such, such a good job with that. Okay, so before we begin season three, guys, though, we have a awesome call-in from Drea, who is Tamika Flind on Tumblr, and here we go. Hey, everybody. This is Drea, a.k.a. Tamika Flind. Uh, let's see. Um, I have a couple headcanons, commentary things for this episode, so here we go. Janine DeLuca. Um, first of all, I think Janine is so, like, super short. Like, she's probably, like, five feet and a couple of inches tops. And at first, when everyone meets her, they don't think she's going to be scary, but she is. She's tiny, and she's terrifying, and just, like, full of rage, and she will cut you. If you insinuate otherwise, like, don't mess with Janine DeLuca. She's scary. Oh, my gosh. Um, so that's my first headcanon. Um, and my second headcanon is um, that she's totally Hufflepuff if this was a Hogwarts AU. Like, Hufflepuff's big things are all about, like, loyalty and hard work, and I feel like Janine just exemplifies both of those things. So Janine is a Hufflepuff for the win. Let's see. And my last little thing is more of a commentary, and I just kind of want to talk about how Janine has lost so much um, over the course of the game. Like, I don't think we really notice it because we're really immersed in the way that Five is feeling and, like, Five's interactions with Sam and then our own feelings um, as Runners Five. Runners? Runner Fives? Runners Five? Whatever. Um, so it's, like, so upsetting because you look at Janine, like, at the very beginning of the apocalypse, first of all, her entire home is taken over by strangers, which is pretty upsetting in and of itself. Um, and then once you get into season two, so spoilers for season two and the end of season two in particular, um, she not only loses somebody that she deeply respects, aka the major, but she also loses someone who I would argue is pretty much her best friend, so Sarah. And then she gets betrayed by Simon, um, and like all of those things happen in a very short span of time, and she still has like to run the entire Able Township, so she doesn't really get time. I feel like to let herself grieve, although we see spoilers for season three. Um, we see a little bit of that in season three. And then, of course, there's everything that happens in season three, though, that I feel kind of, like, sets her back in terms of, like, her emotional processing, the way that she's interacting with people, and all that stuff. So I just really want Janine to be okay. Um, I really feel like she needs some love, and I hope that she gets the chance to express herself emotionally in this coming season. That would be great. Six to start. Give Janine DeLuca some love. Anyways, I think that's all I have, so I'm going to sign out. Um, This is Drea, a.k.a. Tamika Flind. Um, Stay safe out there. (laughs) 
Um, I I like when Drea said that Janine would be a Hufflepuff. Yes. <laughs> was not my first instinct, but the way uh, they described it, I'm like, yeah, royal, like, not royalty, loyalty. Loyalty, I'm sorry. yeah. Loyalty, hard work. Yeah, I can kind of see Janine as a Hufflepuff. I, a I, super I, badass yeah. Hufflepuff. I like it too. I mean, mainly because I'm a Hufflepuff. No, I think it's cool because I love this little kind of headcanon, I guess, that's on Tumblr where Hufflepuffs aren't these people who are kind of laid back and doing nothing. They're the people who will do anything for their friends and for the people they care about. And maybe they'll leave you alone and not care about you if you're not on their radar. But the minute you do something to hurt someone they love, they will just fuck shit up. And I, I love that idea. And so I think that totally would apply to Janine. Yeah, I think so too. Feel free to always, guys, feel free to always send us your house which Harry Potter house would this character be yes. headcanon. Okay, but we're not talking anyway, about yeah. Harry Potter here. <laughs> we're talking about Miss Janine DeLuca. Yes, season three Janine specifically. I was a bit worried in season three when Simon came back that we would get a lot of... Um, I don't want to say drama, but I was like, oh, Janine, please be strong enough to not get fooled again. Yeah. Because Simon, he's kind of lost it. Like, he's not... A, a little bit. Not not <laughs> fully here all the time. And well, especially she's... his hand and face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she is kind of... She's kind of... Um, I like the way she reacts to Simon returning. She's she she doesn't let her grudge um stop her from working with him. Yeah. When it's necessary. So she's not like no, I'm not going to take your help whatever. But but she she does take his help. She she does work with Simon if she has to and she keeps it very professional, which like Go, Janine, you're awesome. Yeah, that was another thing that was really, really well written. Like, because even though she did keep it very professional and she was very short with him at times, like, you could really hear um, how much, like, it hurt her that he had kind of tricked all of them and left. And, like, you could hear the hurt in her voice. And, um, yeah, acting and writing, once again, spot on. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, season three. We, in season three, we also learn about Janine's brother. Oh, yeah, and her past as a super spy. Yeah, it was <laughs> kind of cool. I mean, we always knew that Janine had some sort of... Like, military, military background. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of assumed her to be something very high in the military, but it turns out she's a super spy. Like 007 style. And I like that in, in season four, uh, Sam kind of, you know, he's always, isn't there something you know from being a super spy, but you cannot <laughs> tell me, but actually, you know. It's like, I, I love that he pokes fun yes. at her. Because <laughs> it sounds strange being a super spy. Yeah. But, you know, I think out of all the people... In game, Sam might be the only person aside from Simon who could do that and who could make fun of her, and she would just brush it off, though. Like, because yeah. I think she's really, really close to Sam. As much as 
she would like <laughs> jump off a cliff before admitting it. Like I think she really loves Sam like a brother and she really cares for him. And I think that's really, really important because they do have great, great chemistry. Like even just as friends, like those two characters work really well together. Yeah. Also it fits what you said. And like, if you have siblings, listeners who have siblings, we, most of us can agree. There are things that our siblings can say that will, yes, drive us mad, but they're still true. And we know that they're true. And if somebody else said that we would get super angry. Yeah. And we would not allow it. So it kind of fits that it's kind of Sam's job to, you know, <laughs> to be the obnoxious little brother. To be the obnoxious, I am an obnoxious little sister. I know <laughs> what it's like, and I, I, I have the feeling that that's more or less what Sam does. Like whenever there is a situation where he is more in charge than Janine, for some reason, because he knows <laughs> more about something, then he will constantly uh, <laughs> rub Just it in, irritate her, her about it. Yeah, I mean that's that's what. What what smaller siblings do, if there is something you know better than your older siblings, then you will constantly remind them that you are better at that. <laughs> it it oh. should stop at a certain age, but I I can I can kind of see that. I don't think that. it ever stops. I don't think so. Speaking from experience, I don't think it ever stops. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back to Janine. I mean, she did she did she did a good job in season three. We had the whole. Um, the whole uh, setup with with uh, the f- taking Moonchild down, she she did well. I mean, she's kind of the leader. Which, on the one hand, it's sad that we don't see her in more day to day situations. Mm. I mean, but it's but even just Abel in general has gone so far past the day to day stuff because, like, once again, we know how to survive day to day. We got to look at the bigger picture, and I think Janine now now that she's not worrying about, oh, we need to make sure we have all these supplies, we need to make sure the walls are secure, like, she has people to do that. So I think she's definitely looking at, well, we need to figure out what Moonchild's doing, we need to do all of this other stuff because I'm higher up in the government now, and so she's definitely taken charge in season three of all the, like, really high-up military action in the area. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The more things we necessarily have to talk about. Oh, what was interesting, I think what, uh, because I'm not sure if I remember correctly, but I think isn't Janine the first thing we hear about in the whole season three radio mode? Oh, yeah. The first thing we, we hear is her memo, which is kind of cool because it, it really, in season three radio mode, we're not talking about radio mode here, but it's it's still important. Um, shit gets very dark. Yeah. Because radio mode gets more of this... You know, they did have some kind of storyline before, but here they get a real storyline that gets kind of dangerous and is more about more than just the rivalry between two teams. And it starts off with that announcement by Janine. You have to be at home when it's dark, you can't go out if you're not allowed to. And those groups from New Canton don't have to send as many runners for guard duty because uh, they lost so many people in the last fight. And it, yeah. kind of, it really sets the, the tone for this whole, uh, for this whole um, 
season of radio mode, and that's quite interesting because it's not as lighthearted anymore as it as it used to be. I mean, it definitely had its parts where it was hilarious, yes. but I agree. Like the MC Cheeseman atmosphere, yes, MC <laughs> Cheeseman. But the overall atmosphere was darker, and I that. I mean, granted, I've heard that clip about a thousand times because Radio Mode has restarted <laughs> so many times on me. Um, but yeah, no, that that's a great, great clip to start, especially after the ending of season two. Like, it's a great way to start season three. And that was too neat. To, it kind of counts as a Janine story part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's all we have to talk about about Janine, right? Yeah, I mean, we we will have more Season 4 stuff, I'm pretty sure. But yeah. we're not too far into Season 4. I I am interested to see if Season 4 will give us a glimpse into Janine kind of grieving for Simon's loss. Mm. Maybe he does come back, who knows. But I, I mean, he's you never know with that kid, I swear to God. <laughs> he got his wish he's immortal now <laughs> yeah and I, I am excited to see interactions with her brother yes. and like yes. to figure out like what's going on because I mean obviously with the way Janine treats Sam who's basically her de facto little brother at this point like she it would kill her to leave him to die but if she had to do it she would do it and like because she knows that's what's the going to be the best outcome for the most people and like I think it'll be really really interesting and we'll get some really interesting insights into her character from that all right that's uh for now that's all about Janine I'm pretty sure we will do a shipping episode again where we will talk about the Janine Janine Simon ship sooner or later so yeah yeah, we will have more Janine So, yeah, that is all um, for this episode. The next episode in two weeks is going uh, to be... Oh, that's a special one. In two weeks, we will be talking about The Walk. Oh, yes. So send in your headcanons about The Walk and Zombies Run, if you think they're connected, or just general opinions, information about The Walk. Your reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Um, via the usual route, so you know, Tumblr, Twitter, email. So when you send us a spoilery message, make sure that the first sentence will be warning, spoilers for the walk, and then we will just send those of us who have played the walk to read your message. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that's all for this week. We'll see you in a couple of weeks, guys. Yes, with more reviews and more Zombies Run stuff and the walk. Yep. Stay safe out there. Stay safe out there. Podcast Detected is a non-profit project brought to you by way too many people in a com shack. Zombies Run belongs to Six to Start. Music is Rich Groove by Jason Kessler. Questions? Want to submit a story or need more information? You'll find us on Tumblr or Twitter at Podcast Detected or email us at waytoomanypeopleinacomshack at gmail.com No runners were harmed during the making of this episode. <laughs>